Okay. <clears throat> if only I could find it. Now I'm so upset. Kyle Rittenhouse. You go ahead. What do you want me to say? Exactly. I want... I just love him so much and everyone hates him. I love him so much. Therapy Gecko. Oh, I don't understand why you like it. I love it. Okay. Where... Who... I have to find this. You understand. I don't know. What did I send you? You sent me a TikTok of a lawyer describing the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Which lawyer? Was it a couple? No, it was a man. Bald man. A bald man. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. Mm, I'm so sorry. The thing you sent me was fantastic. I guess we speak a lot. Did I send it to you personally? I thought you did. For the pod, I always usually... I know, and I don't think it was. But I just saw it. Fuck. I just saw it somewhere. Yeah. Where'd you find that? This is one of our one of our messages in the you hearted it in the vivid chat. In vivid? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Do you want me to play it? Yeah, we're going to. Okay. So right now, or are we gonna discuss first? Um Let's discuss first. So Kyle okay. Rittenhouse. I people I I have not followed the trial. I didn't watch clips of the trial. I haven't Googled anything, and therefore I feel my opinion means nothing. And I think that's probably fair. I, I have, I As watched, someone who's done I very little limited, to I mean, I didn't watch the, the trial, really. Rosie Cotton, however, that would mean my, my paramour and my lover, has... I mean, there have been nights where, like, I'm doing... I'm working or I'm doing something, and he's literally... He has his headphones in, and he's watched hours of it live. Mm-hmm. Of the goings-on. Now... That's for obvious reasons, right? Yeah. He's right-leaning. He's certainly uh, Second Amendment uh, strong. I don't even know what phraseology that was, but he is. And he, uh, he's he's sec- he's sec- he's pro Second Amendment. Yeah, but like you know what I mean. In like a I don't know. Um, and he's watched like. Whatever. This was my understanding of it. And you can correct any part that I get incorrect. I don't have... I, I didn't watch all that much of it. Yeah, I don't know a lot and about there's it. And there's so... I Here's mean, it's what, very difficult also points, to know everything that's happened. Here are the um, points that because, matter to me. Because there's a lot of misinformation about of everything. Be, well, because it's so... And this is part of the thing that I want to talk about. And he talks about it in the video that we're going to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so polarized... Now, Mm -hmm. it's so political that it's no longer about the law. It's no longer about what was correct or incorrect or what what laws were and were not broken. It's about Second Amendment versus gun control. It's about left versus right. It's about freedom. As is 
masks and vaccines. Sure. Right? But like, here's here are the points that matter to me. And this is this is from, coming from someone who knows little to nothing. Um, this was, these are the things I know. And these, these matter okay. to me at the time he was 17 years old. He was carrying a weapon without a license to do so in public in a place that before he got there, Ask me about my running playlist when I t- I'm sorry. I was trying to look things up. He could have, he could have known prior to getting there that it that violence was a possibility. The things that I take issue with here are that no person No, but this is a gun control thing. No person reasonably needs to be needs to have a firearm on them. Now, if they don't believe themselves to be in any kind of danger. Now, my human would argue with me that he has the right because by the second amendment he has the right to carry his firearm if he has a license for it and a license to carry it and a you know concealed carry license and whatever he has the right and i'm not saying he doesn't i think my point is why do you need it if you don't believe yourself to be in any kind of danger why do you need it and if you think you're going to be in danger going places that aren't dangerous like the supermarket or you know a school play or whatever right if you're concealed carrying to those types of places where you don't believe you're going to be in any kind of danger but anything can happen that's your business no there were protests no no no, i know but i'm saying i'm saying to that point that's your business if you have a license to carry it and if you if your firearm is registered you know what i mean like yeah that's your business if you want to do that i don't understand it but that's not my business it's not I don't need to understand it for you to do that because it's legal and whatever. What happened here, not the case. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have a license to carry it. It was not registered to him. He was underage. He was going somewhere that was known to be violent. Like, well, he it was, was a um, protest. A paramedic or something. So he was going to provide medical care. Yeah, with a firearm. Because while you're doing CPR, you might want to be like, head check. One, two, right, right. one, two, one, two. Head check. <laughs> just read read the Patreon. It's just like, I'm providing medical service and I have a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's just uh, pumping, so, not to staying alive, but to, to the volleys of his rifle. <laughs> okay. Here's some other issues. Speaking of, let's move forward. Um, He was... So all those things that I previously said are true. At the end of the day, at the... Like, at the... After all this happened... What I did hear was not correct, was that he came from out of state. Apparently, that's where his dad lives, and he went to school there at some point in time. So it wasn't... I don't know anything about that. Well, another thing that people were saying was that he drove from, like... I don't even know where what fucking state. I Idaho to Minneapolis, what, I Minnesota. Sure. I don't know where they are. Who cares? It's uh, the Midwest. Not so. They're all not the sure. same. Um, Corn. But he drove from out of state, is what people were saying. But apparently, that's not true. That he lived there with his dad for some point in time. So like, well, I didn't. It's even not know in. That. It's not necessarily that he drove out of state to come insert himself in this event, but 
Well, the, the here's what I know. The things that I said were true. He was underage. He was un, not licensed to carry the weapon. Um, weapon wasn't registered to him. And at the end of the day, regardless of what happened in the middle, three men were shot and two are dead. Mm-hmm. Regar- regardless of any of the other facts, those are facts. And it sucks because we can get into it in a minute. Hold on. Let me make a note because I'll forget to come back to it. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So we, what are your thoughts? Those are my thoughts. That summed him up pretty well from what I know happened. I think outside of whatever technicalities you'd like to get into for either side of the argument because it is political at this juncture, I think that kind of muddies the water of like just the state of the situation. Like, we're so, we can't see the forest for the trees here. Like, of course, it's important to specifically dive into the death of these people and the injury of the other person that was shot and the individual who did the act of killing and harming the other people. But I think it's important to also look at, like, how did we get here? Do you know what I mean? Like... I'm not against I'm not against like protesting a- at all. No. Um it's a tenant of our country. But like how But protesting and destruction of property are different. Yeah, but even then it's like how do you get to the point where you decide that you have to go out on the street armed? Like Correct. I this, just don't This is a huge problem I have to. And it's like sure it's your town. But that's not, well, it's I've not, had a you're lot not of, law enforcement. I've had a lot of arguments with Rosie Cotton about this because we're so polarized here. I'm so one side and he's so the other. And we've had this exact argument. You're, and his you're, argument, not, a, you're not a militia. His like, argument on the other side of what you're saying is, and I don't believe what he is saying, but I'm just playing him for this argument. Yeah. He has said to me several times, I have the right to carry my firearm regardless of if it's peace times or war times, regardless of if where yeah, so it doesn't matter where he, I'm going. If he decides to walk, if Kyle Rittenhouse decides to walk down the street at any point in time and he has a firearm that that's allowed. Yes. But well, I think if you want to dive it's into not, the though, right. Well, but I think if you want to dive in also what the, what the bald guy was correct. talking about, everything he says, I agree with what, the what's degree. important. I think when you want to, you're allowed to at any point in time, if I want to decide to walk down any street at any point in time in our state, I'm allowed to carry openly whatever gun I want to carry. But when I decide that I have to discharge that firearm lethally, I think then intent and uh, situational awareness starts to become more important legally, let's say. Like... Well, in theory, we should watch this thing. In theory, you can carry at whatever at any point in time, but then I think, and it doesn't necessarily apply to the laws as they are in some places, but when you put yourself in a situation where 
you're going to be in danger to the point like you insert yourself into a situation where you're going to be I tried, in danger I, in my head while you're talking i was trying to make an analogy for you to to your point i was like oh so it's kind of i'm gonna just walk you through it because i'm a joke is at the end not not on purpose i tried to be like it's kind of like knives right like your edc you're like you can mm -hmm. carry it that doesn't mean it's not illegal to slit someone's throat you can carry it all you want to you can do anything you want with it it's yeah. yours but the second you decide to walk into a pizza hut and slit someone's throat, that's illegal. Or and then, even, but in my head, I was like, knives have other um, uses. So I'm like, you carry your knife, and then maybe you wanna. Here's a really good example. The other day, we were at a restaurant, and Rosie Cotton's sleeve had one of the runaways things, mm -hmm. a flyaway, and so I had to hold it, and then he used his knife to quick cut it so that it wouldn't unravel mm -hmm. his whole sleeve. That's a use for a knife. And so in my head, I was like, guns don't have second uses. The only reason to carry it is is to discharge it. It's kind of like, um, wh what's his name's law? Uh, we've talked about this on the pod before. The um, the playwright who said, Chekhov, Chekhov's gun. Chekhov uh, said, if you write into a, into a play that there's a gun, at some point in the play it will go off. As in, there's no, there's no useless... I think what you said in terms of this case is very poignant. If you write yourself into the situation with a gun. At some point it will go off. Yeah. It, even if it's not this time or whatever the case is. But I, my point is like, if you're carrying a knife, there are lots of uses for your knife mm -hmm. throughout the day. Lots of them. You can open, you can receive a package at home and need to open a box. It's in your pocket. You use it. Mm -hmm. um, you have to dig something out of the ground and you don't want to muddy your hands. You just, you know, whatever. There are lots of uses for knives. There's no second use for a gun. It's not like yeah. you're carrying it on you and you're like, I really need to open this cellar that's still locked. And you just like whip, and you I guess, can't, the And you lock. can't Dwayne the Rock Johnson kick it open. Right. You can't destroy the padlock. There's no second use for a gun. Why are you carrying it? Unless you mean to discharge it. Well, Why I guess are you the, uh, it? the argument is that you don't mean to discharge it, but you're ready to should in the, case. Should the case, whatever, play the thing. Roll the fucking clip. Like many other lawyers across the country this week, I have watched closely as the Kyle Rittenhouse trial has unfolded in Wisconsin. From what I have seen is that this case has been so supercharged by politics and by race that the core issues have been forgotten. In the media and on this app, this case has become left versus right, Second Amendment versus gun control, so-called patriots versus Black Lives Matter. So I will attempt to break this down to its most simple form so that we can see what really needs to be analyzed here. So here we go. So this morning I was walking to work down the main street of my town and I observed a few individuals spray painting cars, tagging them, so to speak. It wasn't my car, it wasn't my neighbor's car. They were just random cars alongside the streets, the owners I did not know. I approached the individuals and ordered them to stop. The individuals flip me the bird. So I pulled out my pew pew and I told them to stop. One of the individuals looked at me, dropped a spray paint can and charged at me. He was not armed with a knife or with a gun or with anything else. He did not have anything else in his hand and I could not see anything. But he was menacing. I was frightened. I felt threatened. I feared for my life. So I fired four times, hitting him each time. He died. Am I legally justified 
in my actions, or is this murder? The first issue is may I use deadly force to protect those cars? And the answer is no, for three simple reasons. Number one, I didn't own the cars. They weren't mine. Number two, the owners of those cars did not ask me or hire me to protect those cars. And number three, those cars were not being stolen. They were not being carried away. They were only being defaced. So no, I cannot use deadly force to protect that property. Secondly, may I use deadly force to protect myself from the charging man? No, I cannot. Why? Because I provoked him. Even with the stand your ground law, the exception is, is that when you do something to provoke a situation, you cannot then use deadly force to defend yourself from the threat of force or the use of force that you provoked. It's as simple as that, folks. Kyle Rittenhouse should be found guilty on all the counts here. Take race out of the matter, take politics out of the matter, and just look at the facts. Use your common sense, and this verdict should be easy. Hope this helps. So, number one, I love that background synth music. (laughs) I'm so fucking into it. (laughs) I'm so into it. But I think... Well, I agree with that. I I agree with everything you said so hard. I think people that would disagree would argue that the situation wasn't that. Right. right? There are a couple points You can't argue the legalities. They are the legalities. Correct. They they are what they are. That's the law. That's the way it's interpreted. Provocation. That's another portion of the law. Here's what Rosie Cotton's arguments were (laughs) so that we can defend them because I disagree with everything he says about it. But here's, uh, here's what he had to say. You can't prove that he was provoking them. There is not footage close enough. There's footage, but apparently, and again, I haven't seen it. I can't stress that enough. I guess I don't really have the right to have an opinion here, but I do anyway, like so many of us. Um, there is footage, but apparently it's too far away and too fuzzy to make out what's actually, you know, without reasonable doubt. Whether there was provocation or whether there's just a mutual altercation or, you know, what's going on. The footage does, it's not um, conclusive. So his argument was, uh, you can't prove definitively that he, that he provoked them. That's his argument to that, to the, to your point. Well, I think then you would have to dive into what is provocation, right? Which I don't, as not a legal scholar... I don't know, but I would well, this be gets interested. Into a point. I'd be interested to know from our lawyers that listen. There aren't any. There, there might be. There Fuck. isn't. There, there um, might be. From the lawyers that listen, um, I would like to know if you know more specifically um, provocation in terms of um, brandishing a firearm and in terms of uh, while self, you're a, self-defense. Sure. But I think the key part the, of the, the argument, the key part of the argument would be provocation and to how, but it would be what the same is provocation. Thing in any def- so example would be like a bar fight um, where any other weapon was brandished, a knife or somebody yeah. breaks a bottle, right? The question of provocation, if someone pleaded self-defense, the p- question is, did they or did they not provoke? If someone, let's not say provoked? if they're. If they're carrying, so if you're in a bar fight and you <clears throat> stab someone and they die, so let's say in the situation, let's use his analogy as he used. Okay. Let's say 
Kyle Rittenhouse is walking down the street and people are tagging cars. Even if he doesn't necessarily say anything, does carrying that firearm mean in some capacity that he's provoking the situation? And I don't know. Maybe that's where the... I would say no. Right. To that. So maybe that's where you start to fall into these... Well, yeah, but I think they're my, well, regardless. So I have a follow up kind of like it's kind of a slant um, topic. It's still recall written house. So Rosie Cotton started talking about how, oh, it doesn't matter. He got off. Um, he got acquitted, which means he can never be charged with that ever. Yeah, but there can be civil suits. Yes. They... And he said that his lawyer plans to sue news agencies for defamation. Of character. That's really difficult. For That's... calling him a murderer. <clears throat> no, but hold on. This makes me blood red mad. And well, maybe yeah, it'll go can. nowhere. Well, no, but it's so difficult to prove libel and defamation. I mean, you know that. you. Yes. You... My whole, that piece of paper on the wall. The whole degree. It's very difficult to prove I that. Know. There has to be. Regardless. They have to prove. Maybe this is interesting for the people, though. We know oh. this. You have to prove intent. Um, malicious malicious intent. intent. So you have to prove that by printing. Um, or um, broadcasting something that's misinformation. In, that this, they, in, in this example, calling this boy a that murderer. That they did it specifically to defame him. That they have to prove that there was intent. To tear down to tear to, to Yeah. Now. Which is very difficult to sure, prove. Sure. However. It's very difficult. Um, what Rosie Cotton said, and this made me so mad. We argued for a while about this. What he said was, it doesn't matter if it even goes anywhere, what his lawyers will do is sue them to the point where they just want it to go away. Yeah, they'll, and they'll, they'll settle. just settle. And he'll get settlements from all of these places. And he'll, at the end of this, be a millionaire. Yeah. That's how it works in the United States. This makes me so angry. I, I feel like blood's going to come out of my ears. This boy... I don't... Whatever. Well, uh, today he said that he supports BLM, so I guess he may not be yeah, the yeah, Republican. But does that or does that not sound like? Well, no, I'm saying someone told him to say that. Well, no, his but lawyer said he, you have to say this. Yeah, but if he wants to be Madison, whatever the fuck that representative that's in a wheelchair, that's a fucking white supremacist, Madison Cawthorn. If he wants to be his intern, that you know, have you seen that? That the one guy and the other guy is going to fucking arm wrestle to see who gets him as their intern. Hey. Let's look at his fucking accolades. I'll be your. I, I'm more qualified, and I don't have a fucking political science degree or a gun. Or I've never. <laughs> e- I've I've shot a gun, but not even at a person, even one time or by accident. So not here's even one the deal, time. man. It makes me so mad. Um, but at, so we argued about this too, and this is how it's a slant um, connection between what you said mm-hmm. because we were talking about the legal definition of um, what is it to defend your um, provocation. It's a similar thing here because I was like, because my argument to Rosie Cotton was, well, they, he is a murderer. They printed that he is and he is. He murdered people. They're dead now. He pulled the trigger. He murdered them. Yeah. And he said, well, yeah, but legally there is a legal definition of murderer, which means you have to be tried and convicted of murder. He's not tried and convicted of murder. He was acquitted. He didn't commit a murder. Therefore, printing that he's a murderer is not true my but i'm like it depends on what fucking dictionary you use because if you look it up in webster's dictionary i bet webster doesn't say that you have to be tried and convicted 
Black's Law Dictionary does, but Webster's doesn't. So it's like, it's all fucking relative. But at the yeah, end of the day. Term, and a term like that, um, it's difficult, especially in terms of like how we use it. Like correct. you would like, say, you, you can't prove like that they seven didn't. times out of 10, you would say murderer versus killer, right? Like, yeah. whereas killer would be more Serial technically. Or, well, no, but that would be in this his case more technically correct in terms of legal definitions. Oh, because he killed them. Yes. Because he, but he wasasn't convicted, convicted of, of murder. murder. Correct. Yeah, it makes me blood red mad because at the end of the day, he's a seventeen year old kid that didn't have a license to carry a weapon, who didn't have any reason to believe that he would be in physical danger, and he carried a weapon without a license to a place that had potential for violence, and then he shot three people, two of whom are dead forever. Now, it's since come out that one of them was like a convicted child molester. Well, yeah, but that doesn't... But it doesn't... It doesn't Yeah, matter. it doesn't change anything. Yeah. He still killed two people and um, injured one. Not and to it, say that what he, what that person did doesn't matter, correct. but like... Correct. It's... Yeah. That I, You can't... I mean, but you, I, f- I feel that I can't judge that that person deserves to be shot and, and no, no, killed. No, no. A lot of people do feel that way. But this is regardless. My point is, at the end of the day, this kid did something he wasn't supposed to do. And after he did something he wasn't supposed to do, um, two people are dead at his hands. He is never, ever going to be held res- accountable for it. Well, in, in he terms can't of... He account- legally accountable. He in, cannot in, be held accountable cr- for that. Criminally, he yeah. can't be held accountable. Correct. C- in civil cases, he could be. Yeah, but I don't think that's well. Like O.J. Simpson, he didn't go to jail for killing. He didn't for right. criminal, criminal, criminally in that way. But when he stole whatever, I I, for, I forget at this point. He stole something from the oh, scene. Yeah. His... That's why he went to prison. No, 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 he stole all of his memorabilia from someone unrelated yeah. to the murders. But then they gave him like the hardest whatever for that because they knew he did it the first thing. Yeah, and then he lost, and he lost the civil case for wrongful death of his wife and um, Rob, uh, Robert Robert Goldman. No idea. Randy. I'll be honest. I have no idea. Okay, so we that wasn't even on our thing for today. Check. Um, <laughs> it's fine. We're only thirty minutes in. Right. Okay. What we're watching. Um, so I did watch that Netflix. Um, I did too. Love hard. Your thoughts? Oh no, I watched Red Notice. Oh, me too. Yeah, okay, I didn't so watch Love Hard. I watch Love Hard don't because it's terrible, obviously. Um it's tropey, you know? Yeah. Like it literally copied every uh, romance Christmas movie there ever mm. was. Don't watch it. Um now, if you like to see a pretty person fall in love with an ugly person to give you hope that someone will love you this Christmas. I'll watch it. Watch that. Go ahead and watch it. But if you're looking for anything I don't else think anybody's going to love me this Christmas. <laughs> I love you. That is yeah. your mom. Yeah, but that, sorry, that doesn't mean too much for me in terms of. Yeah. You get it. I understand. Um, okay, so don't watch that. Love hard. Check. Um, we talked about the Eternals for circa 95 minutes. And if you'd like to hear any of that. I don't think you do. Get our Patreon. Patreon.com. Oh, that's what I was supposed slash. to say. Get yeah. the Patreon. Oh. Yeah. Get our Patreon. For, uh, Patreon.com. You had, you had some slash. points. I Did I? I, you, I think you said the points that you wanted to say, but you didn't explain them good well i don't think i said anything i wanted to say legacies we watched we talked about that right you had been watching it it's the sequel to it's the vampire the sequel diaries to the vampire diaries yeah it's terrible 
high schoolers have tattoos. None of their eyebrows match their hair. Yeah. There's a musical number. And that's really all you need to know about Yeah, the they tried to... It's like... Um, well, this is a deep cut. Um, it's like what um, Stargate Universe tried to do. They were like, ooh. You just lost so many people. Battlestar Galactica. Nobody who watches Legacies has also watched... No, Stargate. but I want to explain. I'm everyone who's watched Legacies know it, so I have to explain it to people oh, okay. that haven't watched it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I guess so. So they said Stargate Universe said, "Ooh, people like a gritty, intense, dark sci-fi um, TV show." It's, this is how it is every single time. Okay, all right. Every single time it just I do makes it makes me nervous. And every what does everyone say about our recordings? But you sound great, and I sound like um, uh, god awful. That's not what they say. I'll just do this then. That's fine. That's not what I do. Um, I mean, I'll put it inside my mouth. That's not what I do. I'll tickle the back of my tonsils with it. Oh. Um, but they said we want people like Gritty, whatever, um, remakes. So let's do. I just let's, saw Gritty. The, <laughs> so people like Gritty. They deci- decided to say, okay, let's do this um, really dark and gritty, even though it's not really within our universe to do it this way. Right. Um. That's what they did with um, with Legacies. They were like, Riverdale is this um, TV show that's about high schoolers, and it's written this way, and it has these themes, and it has musical numbers and whatever, um, and it's really, like, super cringy woke, like it's done poorly. Like, it's just like, we're going to make this character by this episode. <laughs> like, they're just like, we're going to... Just discover he's gonna discover that, and then just not come back to it at all. Like they're just like for this episode he's by, and we checked the the woke box today. Do you know what I mean? Um, like it's just not like I hate that to me. It's just like I fucking hate that. I, if you want, I think in being inclusive and having compelling characters of all uh, backgrounds, sexualities, genders, identities is great, and I think of that's course. important. Um, but I think it's it's negative to the cause to just make it make it so because you want to check a box or like say that you are inclusive um it's where like colleges you know try to say we have people from 119 different countries but it's like what does that do for you like if you're one of them still eats flies like they shouldn't be here. I wasn't gonna say that, but um, <laughs> like, but they shouldn't be here. You know, yeah. we only did it to get the country box. Yeah, it's like yeah. not because they deserve to be here. Yeah, or maybe there is someone that is deserving, but you're just like we just got to check this box. So right. it's like, but yeah, basically it's like Riverdale, but they're trying to insert it into the uh, Vampire Diaries originals and it's universe. Awful. Yeah, it's bad. Um, I watched um, Dexter New Blood. There have been three episodes of the newest season of Dexter. It's not good. I haven't watched it because I never watched Dexter. I never watched Dexter. I loved Dexter. The last season, like a lot of last seasons, did shit the bed. Um, The newest season is not impressing me. It's got, I mean, you don't care, but it's got a lot of, it's doing the same thing. It's doing a lot of tropes. That I don't think lend themselves to the Dexter storyline. Um, it's kind of all over the place. And also too obvious. So, And then lastly, we both watched Red Notice. What did you think? It wasn't super good. But 
but it was fine. It was enjoyable. I yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching yeah. the film. Red there Panda. was a twist that I didn't necessarily guess, but I felt. I felt I felt it fit. I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I felt. I felt. Thirty uh, percent th- sketchy about the the tw- about the character that twisted. How about that? Next time, next next to because the Eternals, I wrote thirty two ounces. I wonder what that means. Okay. I don't know what that means, but right. um, but I knew that something was wrong with that character at time. one at one. I felt at what point there was a lo- at first when he says the thing to him about I'm actually the whatever in the first like not scene but like the first um interaction chase you yeah. know whatever and he was like no that I am you know what I mean when he said that I was like maybe he will be. Oh. You know what I mean? And then when he was like, it. when they break out of the thing and he was like, how did thing? you? Yeah. yeah. He was like, how'd you get out? He was like, oh, it was the thing. The gun grazed it or whatever. Yeah. And I was like. No, it didn't. Yeah. Also, but they made it awkward. And I, I was like, oh, cool. They made it seem like something was awry. Yeah. I was like, that's cool that they were able to do that. I thought it was good. I think they have chemistry in a funny way. All of them? Gal Gadot can kill herself. No offense to Gal Gadot. Oh, but she's really stiff. Yeah, she plays... I think generally. Yeah. She plays every role forever awkward. Like a little bit like... It's a little too silly for her. I think... Um, You know who I would have preferred? Who? Um, you probably don't know her. She was in the new James Bond film, and she's a little bit newer onto the scene. But Ana de Armas, I like her a lot. Uh-huh. I think she would have played that well. Um, She... I don't know what else she's been in. Um, she's a little. She's only done a couple things, I think. But she um, was in the James Bond film, and I think she would have played it well. And she's. I think she would have been. Just now, in. I accidentally pictured uh, Ryan Reynolds's wife, Blake Lively. Yeah. But only only because of the twist at the end, I was like, that would have been hilarious. But it wouldn't have been. But like, because of the twist. Yeah, but she um, she was in the James Bond film. This is her. She dated um. Ben Affleck. She's very familiar looking. I don't she know her ben acting Affleck. though, so I don't know how um, well. She was in she Knock Knock, Knives Out, No Time to Die, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Hey, she's not new on the scene. She's done seventeen films. Um, I, she's becoming newly popular. Yeah. Like people knew about her, but now they're like, she's awesome. Right. But yeah, I think she would have done that well. But because right. if you would have seen her, I her part in the James Bond film was the only part that I liked. Mm-hmm. She in the James Bond film. She was like a contact in Cuba and she was like a How? new, sorry. She was like a new um, spy. Like she was like, I'm three weeks out of training and she's like a little, like a little goofy, but like still it's like, she does a lot of cool shit. So I thought that would have been a cool. cool for the, whereas Gal Gadot is a little too stiff she's and serious. She's way too stiff. Yeah. And every time she tries to be silly, I'm like, you're not doing it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not pulling off Well, it's silly. because she breaks a lot, I think, so she tries to overcompensate. Yeah, I don't know. She said that in an interview that she breaks she breaks a lot. Yeah. So I think maybe she tries... It, she has to play it that way so that she doesn't break. Uh, how excited are you for um, uh, House of Gucci? Father, son, and House of Gucci. I feel medium about it. I'm really excited. I'm more excited for Spider-Man no, uh, no Way Home. I've never been excited for that. Well, it's a really... I think it'll be really cool. Father, Son, and House of Gucci. I really want to see it. I have a thing in here about... Um, I should do it now. There's no way I'll find it. Hold on. Everybody, hold on. 
I'll find it. Can you entertain them? Like I love apple juice. I think it's delicious. Ow. And Big Boy. Big Boy. Presents. Vivid. Apple juice. Apple juice. Don't touch my apple juice or there will be repercussions. I don't know. The only things that I would have to share for Patreon, I guess. So join Patreon so I can share my thoughts. Oh, got it. 11, 12, short number three. I found it, y'all. Short number three. One, two, three. Here oh, another we go. cool thing? Here we go. Oh. It's happening. It's better to uh, cry in Rolls Royce than to be happy in on a bicycle. That's, that's for sure. I don't consider myself to be a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. So the first person you all heard was the real woman that Lady Gaga's playing. And she says it's better to cry in a Rolls Royce than to be happy on a bicycle. You know? And to that I say... I disagree. I disagree. If I were... I'd rather be poor and happy every day. If I were close to a Rolls Royce, I would be so (laughs) nervous because they're like $300,000, like they're multi-million dollar car. Like I would... I just know, and I watched an interview with Leto, Jared Leto, about um, House of Gucci and he was talking about... Oh, I thought it was going to be about um, the Marvel film that he's in. No. Uh, He's in House of Gucci and I watched an interview with him where he's talking about how most people don't know the story of the Gucci family and I, Mm -hmm. in fact, do not. Yeah, I don't either. And how it's really like... I know the one where the guy shot the other one, they did a TV series about it. Is that the same family? I have no idea. Or is that a different fashion family? I'm assuming... The guy from Glee was in it. I have no idea. I don't... Everyone else knows what we're fucking talking about. Well, good for you I hate that when I listen to a podcast when you don't figure it out, but everyone else knows it. What? It was a TV series, and it was about someone who shot someone, and it it was a fashion family. Oh! And the guy from Glee with the dark hair was in it, and he was potentially like people were accusing him of it being was gay. It was on Netflix. I don't know. But I he think was, it was. He was, or I think maybe... what you're talking about is the new Netflix thing that came out, and it's um, it was, you it was and years McGregor. Ago. Oh, it was years no. ago. No, but there is a new one with you and McGregor. He's in fashion and TV and it's show fashion oh, murder. Jesus. Jesus I hate Christ. that in a podcast when they don't come to the thing. No. Well, Re House of Gucci. Um, apparently it's like a tumultuous story. I don't know it yet. Versace. Oh. That's what it was about. What is it with fashion families it was, um, and just being like... American crime story, Gianni Versace. Yeah, being wrought in drama. But um, yeah, I'm very excited shot at to his see house. this movie. Yeah, his Miami Beach mansion, yeah. And the guy from Grace was in it. Or not Grace, Glee. It was just... <laughs> it was fucking... Jesus What's his name? That guy who's Christ. a Scientologist? John Travolta. It was him. Oh, that... That's a different Scientologist than I thought we were talking about. Okay, no, I'm uh, moving swiftly on. We're because going Grace. now to um, a quote by Big Boy. Quote, it's difficult to be a Christian and a Republican. It's really tough for a Christian to be a Democrat. Actually, it's not tough. That's the easiest and laziest possible way to be a Christian. You see, Republican Christianity, American Christianity are so intertwined that the core of the teachings of Jesus himself are entirely unrecognizable from people like you today. 
If you just look at the National Republican Party, it stands for only benefiting the top 1%. It continually has taken us into wars where we murdered hundreds of thousands of innocent people and does everything in its power to prevent people from having bodily autonomy or access to health care and has historically fought against the individual rights of American citizens for generations. And if the Republican Party wasn't bad enough during the Bush, Reagan, Ford, or Nixon administration, you guys just really took it up to the next level by creating a full-blown cult for a man who is about as far away from the teachings of Jesus as Satan himself. It should be difficult, but apparently it's not, to willfully live in complete hypocrisy on a daily basis, claiming to follow the teachings of a man who said, love your neighbor as yourself and do unto others as you would have them do unto you, while simultaneously supporting leaders, policies, and establishments who do the complete opposite of that. I actually believe and practice separation between church and state, and I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, so I would suggest that you choose the lesser of two evils. In reality, a true Christian wouldn't get behind the Republican Party and the message that they have been giving out for like the last, I don't know, 60 years? Now, he's doing that thing we talked about one of the, not the lad po- last podcast, but the one before that, where yeah. the quick speech, that you and I do it, but we, uh, I feel we do it better, which is that you can well, understand every word a, we say. I think he was doing a, t- he had a time limit on his video that he was recording. Some, t- some people don't know that you have more than just 30 seconds to talk on a TikTok. So I think he was trying to hit his time limit. Jain Main? Well, he, the video would have benefited from him speaking more clearly. And I mean, I understood everything that he said, but... I understand. <laughs> so did I. We speak fast, too. My point is, some of the people... That Do we want... actually, though? Or is that just a thing that we've created? I don't think I other, speak that fast. Other people think we do. They do? Yes. Just pe- This is so irrelevant. I'm just saying, I feel like it's something that we've created for ourselves, but I don't really know if I speak that fast. Do we speak... Do I speak that fast in person? What is this? Or just on the pod? What? Uh, in person as well. Oh, this is... No, that's for later. That's for later. Do we have anything else to say on that topic? Or are we just going to present the TikTok and move on from that? I mean, you did oh. say everything that I need... That I think we needed to... Yeah, I think he said it all. Basically, like, it's really being a Republican and Christian these days are unfortunately linked because, and I say unfortunately because there are Christians who aren't Republican, um, which at this point in time is more difficult. It's difficult, you know what I mean, to be a Christian Democrat. Yeah, publicly, I would say, but... Um, like morally. Uh, morally and personally, I think it makes more sense. And I, not for me. I mean, I, I don't like almost anything that anyone does in government, but I mean, like um, this infrastructure bill is cool, but it's like, yeah, 3%, I feel like that's really all we have to say about that. One. But it's like 3% of what we need for like anything significant to happen. Nothing is ever going to change. Yeah. I feel so strongly about that. Um, okay, the next thing I had. Oh, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna read you a thing. And you've seen this picture, but I'm gonna show it to you. And you can just describe it for the people. Don't read the thing, just describe it for the people. It's a boat. Oh Jesus Christ. It's like as big as Titanic, maybe. I can't tell the scale of it. Can I see it again? It's gigantic. Uh, look at the small building in the background. That's actually a large building. That's the Are there size shipping of an containers? Building. There are some shipping containers. It's as long as, 
like 20 shipping containers. Aren't those small things shipping containers? No, those are rollers to roll it to sea. No, I'm saying on the dock. Yes, those are rollers to roll it to sea. The little green things. Green things. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are shipping containers, right? Back here. Yeah. Yeah, those are shipping. It's as long as like 20 of those, right? Or 15 to 20 of those? 12 to 15 of those? We're so excited to be able to offer our beautiful, powerful, sexy listeners 50% off almost any one item from adamandeve.com with our code VAG. With our code VAG, you'll also get free shipping and 10 free gifts. With Adam and Eve's discreet packaging, your roommate doesn't have to know when you're busting. Live your best life. Get into it with someone or be COVID conscious and get into it with yourself. From our VAG to yours. Enter code VAG, yes, that is code VAG, V-A-J, at checkout at adamandeve.com. 20 to 25, I'd say. It's long. It's huge. Okay, so that's how many Cars. shipping Look containers. Look at the car next to it. Yeah, like a, I, a, car, a, shipping cars. Con, a shipping container, I was going to say, is like one and a half times as the size of a car, or maybe two okay, times well, the I'm size of a car. Okay, well, I'm going to redo the thing. Uh, the great works of, the be of Bezos... Um, you could construct vertical gardens the size of skyscrapers in the greatest cities of the world. You could colonize the ocean floor. Nothing is impossible. But Bezos builds a baby cruise ship for $500 million for uh, he himself to go on vacation. I just wouldn't even want a ship that big. $500 million. If he, I wanted he to, built a cruise ship for himself. If I was going to get a boat. That's the size of like a, a Disney cruise ship. But just for himself. Yeah. To like go on holiday. He's not going to live on this boat. I wouldn't want to live on a boat that big. He's not going to. No, but I'm saying I wouldn't want to. But wanna... like this person makes a fantastic point and that's why oh my I God, put this he was, on here. He was booed at an event for, um, it was like a donation event. Um, He was booed for donating a million dollars. Like they were like, and uh, Mr. Jeffrey Ronald, I don't know his middle name, Bezos. Ulysses? No, that's too cool. That feels no. Ronald. Yeah, that's his middle name. Um, he donated $1.1 million to the organization, and all of the other rich people booed. Because, like... $1 million is a half of a one penny. He makes $300,000, like, every second. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. He don't, there, there's the donation. He just made $300 million. All right. <laughs> He <laughs> just made three hundred million dollars. Do you um, know that's, that's just happened right now? Um, no, it's just like how much money, like with the money that he spent on a leisure. What even would you call a boat? Like a. It's a leisure uh, horizontal skyscraper. For some, for for like one weekend a month, you know what I mean? Um, maybe uh, not even. May, no. Yeah. For half the year, maybe a, a weekend a month. Because oh, not in winter. I would say f maybe four times a year. Yeah. So he spent five hundred million dollars, and like think of how what good that money could do. And I just like it made me so sick. And that's that's all really. Unless you had more on that, I just wanted to um, tell everyone that Jeff Bezos built a five hundred million dollar yacht for himself. Um, cool. Cool. <laughs> um, and then I had another comment. Thanks everyone these for for that. Jesus, these things are not related whatsoever. But we're I'm doing it in this order, so I don't care about the order. Um, I texted uh, us 
if Hogwarts was a real school, kids would have discovered the Chamber of Secrets, like, after the events of the Chamber of Secrets, you know? Like, after it, that. Like, let's say in, like, in Harry's, like, fourth year. Mm-hmm. Kids would have already discovered the Chamber of Secrets. And they would be, like, doing nefarious things down there. They'd be, like, smoking weed and fucking. They'd yeah. They'd be, like, like a- after a second period, you just want to, like, go to the like, Chamber. Like, they would just have to figure out how to get into it. Yeah, but they would have. You know what I'm saying? Like, the events of the well, Chamber yeah, of Secrets Ron would have gotten out. Well, because Ron could get into it because of he just mimicked Harry's um And then, therefore, everyone could have. And anyone in his dorm could have. Fucking, yeah. what's his nuts? Um, Neville. No. Uh, Scottish. Irish. Um, uh, uh, Come on. I, I, la, 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 yeah, I. but what's his name? Connor McCreggy. McCreary. Colin? Colin McCreary. No. Jenny McCarthy. Seamus. Seamus Finnegan. Yeah. He could have, he is in the same dorm. He could have fucking hurt. Connor McGregor. And Seamus actually probably would have been the bitch to do it. You know what I mean? He would have been like, I've got an eight ball. Do you guys just want to go to the chamber? Harry talks in the They would have better shit than fucking normal people drugs. But like, you get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They would be doing nefarious things in the fucking chamber the whole time. Yeah, they would do shit where your head would explode and then grow back or something. Yeah, but they'd be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same thing when we talked about they would just like invisible their fucking bed and they'd just be like, it smells like pussy in here. (laughs) Like, they'd be just walking. Like, it really smells like pussy in here. Do you think maybe one of these beds is invisible? Like, probably someone's fucking right now. Like, if you're fucking, can you just, like, stop? Like, it smells really bad. Or, like, put a you smell... Just get, you just get um, fucking um, silenced of the lambs just from nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When he... My point. Yeah. But the chamber. That's they'd the be response. In the, they'd be in the chamber doing nefarious things. Like, if it were a real school. And they were like, "Yes, we killed the basilisk." The bas- they'd be barbecuing the basilisk. The basilisk. Just- they'd be like, "We killed it. We killed the basilisk." But then there'd be like dicks down there with the basilisk flame, like, <laughs> like trying to fake stab each other. But then someone would definitely die, and they'd be like, just like, push them in the river thing, push them in the water thing. No, just like fucking fox, just like, ah, he's just like fucking again. He's- <laughs> Um, he just has to. He's speaking like fucking of Harry Potter, uh, pissing tears from his eyeball. On New Year's Day, what happens? It's the twentieth um, uh, anniversary retrospective, and all the people and are gonna it talk. doesn't benefit J.K. Rowling. But everyone's going to be there, and they're all going to talk about stuff, and it's cool. Unless, other than the dead people, like Snape. Yeah, we're really sorry. R.I.P. Um. And I, someone was talking about that because I, myself, as a Harry Potter fan, um, have difficulties um, with supporting it because I like, because I have Rowling? a lot of, well, yeah, because I like, um, I like everyone and she doesn't. That's really simply put. <laughs> I, there you go. You got it. Um, but yeah, so it's like, man. This is awful, but like I like I like uh, everyone, so this is awful. But I have learned via TikTok, so who knows? Who yeah. knows? Um, that most of her income comes from uh, book sales and uh, going to um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So as long as you don't do those two things, you're golden. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's necessary. Like, I'm sure she probably gets some kind of licensing deal from the movies. Well. Right? Yeah. 
but Fantastic Beasts, and also I've heard that the video game she does not get um, monies from. Um, because I want to play that video game. I will now tell a short story. Is it written? No. Oh. Rosie Cotton's cat. The cat's name is Roxanne. She's the fattest cat you've ever met, and she likes to diddle herself while she cleans her ass. Um. She her belly is, cool. is so big that when it sweeps the floor, she just has a bald spot there because all the hair is rubbed off from sweeping the floor. It's embarrassing for her. <laughs> so um, that she had to go to the vet. Just, just look at her. Just embarrassing. Em- embarrassing. Um, and she's just. <laughs> um, so she had to go to the vet recently. They put her in the little car carrier put the car carrier in the back and she's having a moment she's wow yeah wow just having a moment about it right oh my god my cat and then uh what had happened was she peed in the cat carrier because she was sad and angry and anxious yeah and because there's it's slick at the bottom it's just rolling everywhere in the car not in the car but in the cat carrier it's the pee is on Mm -hmm. the bottom and so it's getting all over her so when they take her out at the vet she's covered in piss and I got a text message with a picture of Roxanne, the cat. Uh, not a little the bit. Stings Roxanne? That's right. I did not get a photo of that. But I got a picture of this fat cat. Not a Roxanne. Roxanne. Not, not a Roxanne not putting on the red light. That's right. And uh, the the caption of the text message with the picture of the cat said, Fat baby is sad. And I said, same. (laughs) (laughs) That's my whole story. Fat baby is sad. I'm going to say that at work tomorrow. (laughs) Fat baby is sad. Covered in piss. It's time for me to take my lunch. Fat baby is sad. (laughs) I got to (laughs) piss. Yeah. So that happened. All right. We've got some more uh, stuff about America for you. We love that. Do we? Apparently, oh, yeah, here it is, here that's it all is. we fucking talk about is the state of the Americas and then also what we're... There it is. Oh. She's now very upset because her fur is wet. Fat baby is sad. And then I said... Tell her to pay the membership fees at... Me. Redacted. At Fat baby is sad. <laughs> Tell her to pay the membership fees at me. Fat baby is sad. Um, That's what was said. Hilarious. Okay. So... Here's a, here's a clip, and to this clip, I have to say, America is not the greatest country in the world. Is it the guy? Yeah. From is yeah. it Kevin? Uh, the no. no, it's the guy. Yeah. Who plays the? And yeah. he's like, it's actually, we're number yep. one in adults yep. that believe in angels. Yeah, I've seen this. We've why played this it? before for sure. Is well, it muted? We're playing it again. Can you say why America is the greatest country in the world? <laughs> Diversity and opportunity. Lewis? Uh, freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Hey, be more on well, the nose. Why is it not the greatest the country in the world, Professor? That's my answer. What? We've definitely played this. You're before. saying yes. You're... Let's talk about. Fine. The... Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it anytime he wants. It doesn't cost money, it costs votes, it costs airtime. Column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. 
If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey. And with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world. It went to sleep. How dare it? How dare it? You should have warned 207 me. sovereign nations have freedom in the world, but only... All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? Yosemite? Am I right? How do you feel about that? I think we've played it before. I don't care. Um, I don't remember it. <laughs> Therefore, it's never happened before. That's right. Um, I never believed in ghosts. Until I heard that guy who I always think is Kevin Costner <laughs> talk in that movie. Um, no, yeah, of course. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, here's hey, another one, anti-America. Are we... Oh. We're just hitting... We're just hitting them and moving... Hiring, firing... Hiring, firing, and no one just wants to do the fucking job, Gary. Is it me that yes. I'm not giving? Isn't I'm not giving the job properly? It's a hundred percent you. Even the way that you're casting judgment on your employees already makes me know that you're not a good leader. I'm trying to be one, but <laughs> I believe you. But the answer uh, is I've watched you. this already. The number one mistake is we expect our employees to work hard, but the problem is they don't own the business. You can't ask an employee to work as hard as you. Or you create a fake expectation versus how much you compensate them. You work for them. They don't work for you. And so the biggest mistake people make and why they can't build scalable businesses is they have selfish expectations of their employees. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Gary Vee, but every now and then he'll say something that I like. Shit. He kind of promotes a lot of the hustle culture thing that I think um, when I wrote this, I'm not necessarily a fan of, um, but was it a week ago? Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why all these businesses are throwing up their fucking arms and shrugging their shoulders saying, why can't we get people to work here? And it's like we talked about on P a little bit without being too specific, but there are a lot of very specific expectations for a lot of things that aren't necessarily important, um, especially in when entry did you level. When your haircut? Several days ago. It's too short. You know that. No, I like it. You like it? It's too short. I feel. I didn't style it and I wore it in a hat all day. Hmm. All right. I've gotten many compliments on it. You're the only negative interaction that I've had about him. <laughs> I just think it's too short. I don't think you don't look okay. I just it's a little too short for me. This is the out of the sixteen positive responses I've had. This is the only negative one. I'm so sorry I interrupted you. You were saying about Gary V. Is that his name? I no, he has right. an actual name. Oh. Well, I mean that's what he goes by. That's his 
but it, he is like I've Gary seen via com- Miglio Angelo because he's Italian. Italian. Um, here's another one because I have him um, organized in hopefully an anti-work. Here, this is the anti-work uh, kind of whatever. Here's one. Um, hashtag millennials are causing a quote baby bust. Oh wait, we did the thing where I didn't finish a thought. Oh, that I'm we so were sorry. Told I'm we so were sorry. supposed to. We were. We were got some in the moment coaching about that. Well, you did. LOL. Continue. Um, what is the thought? Oh, but yeah, it's um, that there's a lot of uh, expectations put on uh, people that uh, that are very stringent that aren't necessarily um, important long term, uh, especially in like entry level or um, lower paying jobs like your service workers, retail, like that kind of thing, where it's like these are the deadlines. These are the metrics. We must hit them. But we pay you eleven dollars an hour or or less um i don't necessarily think he's like a workers rights advocate no. but um no, no, no. <laughs> i don't think no, he is he thinks but very highly of himself as someone who i feel like he leader he yeah i think he leader. is like we've got the vibes and that's why people want to work for him or whatever not necessarily that they pay super well like that other guy um during covid who like cut his he was the ceo and yeah. like cut his salary and then like and gave it to his people yeah that's how you i mean that's how you that's an actually good like leader versus like i'll uh, work harder than you guys i'm still for, getting paid you get now. a two-hour lunch and then on that lunch we're going to be playing on the ps 17 i got it before everyone else let's play the games guys but you actually have to stay like two hours Why late. are you the horseman the horseman i don't know how high horse turned into the horseman high horse oh high horse yeah <laughs> we got you these games guys We's uh, just this Italian. We's got you guys games. Just Robert De Niro. That's I became like, that's less Italian and more like old mafia movie. Anyway, yeah, but this there's Italian. Here's another one. Hashtag millennials are causing a quote baby bust. There aren't enough kids to keep the U.S. population at a quote replacement level. And then someone replied, "That's because rent is fifteen hundred dollars and jobs are paying twelve dollars an hour." We did it. We did it. Um, I have so much to say about this. There have been so many like about people being upset that we're not having children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you used to be able to these like tweets where someone will say something hilarious. Yeah, your grand fucking father was a he flipped burgers his whole life, and he had um, two cars, uh, uh, four four bedroom, three bath house, and uh, had three kids. So. Uh, so going on oh also generally um at everyone <laughs> every I, literally at, everyone at everyone listen um if you are not getting a 6.2 percent raise at the end of the year you are making less money next year including me what do you want to measure that on I don't know. Inflation is at 6.2%. So for me personally, my end of year raise is supposed to be 5%. I will be making less money next year. Even though I got a raise at the end of the year. I don't fully understand that. Because of inflation, the money is worth less. So you have to get 6.2% in order to be making more. To to break even. Oh. (laughs) So... Like at I at my establishment, 
the current highest raise is 6% at end of year. That is 0.2% less than inflation. So everyone will be making less money next year, no matter how much money, more money you make. Jine Main. Someone's so ask for more money, everyone. You're probably needed, even if you're mostly bad at your job. That's a good call out. Because um, I was telling someone and they were like, what? And I was like, no, but for real. I was telling Scary, I think. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, if you don't make six point, if you don't get a 6.2% year end raise, you're making less money. Than you did this year. Yes. Yeah. Someone responded to that same thing about Melinda's not having babies. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, no one wants to have a kid while they live with their four roommates and have no insurance. That's sorry, a good I belch, one. but that's how I felt about the situation. Was the belch audible? Someone will tell yes. me, I guess. Yes. Oh, is that that? That's yeah. the belch. Yeah. That's in the waveform. Uh-huh. It's in the waveform, baby. It's there. Someone commented. Oh, my uh, God. I said something about SYC to 13.1, and I didn't explain what it was, and she knew it. And I I was like, this is insane to me. And I was very sorry. I love a, it so much. I said, I said SYC, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right, you know. And she was like, very unfortunately, yes. Um, someone else says, this reads, quote, millennials aren't producing enough workers and big business is going to suffer, <laughs> which is also true. Yeah. Um, to circle back, that's why the whole um, vaccines make your pee-pee sad and your VV <laughs> angry. Um, that's why it doesn't make sense because what? we need, they want more workers to subjugate. Oops. He said it. <laughs> we did it's, it someone said it's tough to bump uglies when your parents are next door in the next i room. i wrote that just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um so this one got look at that it got a star or whatever it, it got up, upvoted to up the, yeah but it got I a lot of it. awards i it got, even, i read it so hard right now it got 21 awards i'm a fucking incel i read it so hard so a lot of people read it not just incels anyway i know but so like this comment let's, got how many percentages awards. This comment is Denver rent for one bedroom, sixteen hundred a month. Denver minimum wage, fourteen forty two an hour. Colorado minimum wage, twelve thirty two an hour. Rent, utilities, food, transportation are all on the rise. Uh, we can barely afford ourselves, and they want us to have children, and they want to blame us. Yeah, you fucking millennials are fucking up our country again. Oh wait, two thousand eight recession, two thousand and twenty pandemic, followed by another reception, or followed right. by a reception. Actually, there will be a lot of receptions next year because of how many weren't in 2020, if that makes sense. Yeah, but still so like not on par be. for the amount of children that they have to fuck uh, to make. It's totally our fault, though. You got to fuck. Everyone start. Ev- no, don't, though. I wonder uh, what would happen if like just like everyone started having children. The society would collapse because no one could support them. Or would they have to make radical changes? No, they would just allow it to collapse. Nobody's going to change anything. Um, do you know what I mean? Do you ever someone think someone said don't forget about student loan payments at least a thousand a month? I saw someone um, because everyone's getting emails about how your student loans uh, are coming are coming are back coming in due. the end of um, yeah, January. January. Someone said, um, "Excuse me, Joe Biden, I've already forgiven those, <laughs> um, so you're gonna have to figure that out." <laughs> I've already forgiven those student loans. So someone put that on TikTok. That's fucking hilarious. Um, 
Yeah. I wonder uh, what's going to happen because I think there's a large percentage of people that will default on those. I wonder what will happen. Oh, speaking of fucking populate, this makes me blood red mad too. It's a similar thing um, as what we're saying at this time. It's the pop. I'll never I wonder what, like, do you ever think about that to circle back? What? Like in terms of like, okay, like workers rights or whatever, like minimum wage, that kind of thing. Like what would happen if everyone was just like, nah, we're just not going to work until there's more money being uh, given for our services rendered. People can't afford to do that. No, the but pandemic like, would have been the right time. And I think that, and I say that because there was, um, there was, no, but think what's about the thing with uh, eviction um, moratorium. Yeah. That would have been the time for everyone to do that because they can't get evicted, but now they can. And so if they don't pay their rent, they're homeless. With well, yeah, kids. but then if they don't pay their rent, then their landlords can't pay their mortgages and then they'll default on their mortgages and then there will be a housing collapse. So like, yeah, how but long before that happens, they'll just kick those people out. And no, but I'm saying people. Well, yeah, but I'm rental. saying how long do you think it takes to um, change? change? Yeah. I need you to do effect change right now. That's what they're saying. <laughs> um, longer than we think. I think it takes years. Yeah. I think much longer than we think. Much, yeah, much longer. I think this might be the beginning of something, but it's not the beginning of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my comment to the following um, video is, quote, the literal fuck is this man talking about? It does have to do with what we just discussed a moment ago, which is... It's um, about Elon. Millennials not having um, babies, yeah. We're both having a lot of children, so we must believe in the future. Yes, children. We have ten children between us, correct? I believe yes. <laughs> You're slightly ahead, but um, you've got a rocket. Um, anyway... I, 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 um, I, 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 do, I do think we, there is... Um, you know, I think a lot of people think that there's too many people on the planet, but I think there's, in fact, too few, and that the... The possibly the single greatest risk to human civilization is the uh, rapidly diminishing growth rate. And the facts are out there for anyone to look at, um, but a lot of people are still stuck with, you know, Pearl, uh, Paul Ehrlich's book, uh, Population Bomb. And it's like, ah, uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, that is not the case today. Um, and uh, there's a, there was a massive notch uh, in demographics last year because uh, the growth rate plummeted, and also this year. So, I mean, if, you know, no, no babies, no humanity. So you got to come right. from somewhere. So, this makes me so mad. But it makes me mad because it's politicized. Because it's not even politicized. That's not the word that I meant to use. It's um, it's self-serving. Like this man benefits from overpopulation. The more overpopulated the world is the more necessity there will be to populate other planets. And he is one of the only people in the world who will monetarily and financially benefit personally. Also, it from helps that. venture capitalists because how do we solve, where do we fit the people? Well, we'll have to figure out how to fit people in new environments. And Correct. It's difficult to say. It's not popular. It's not, um. What, what was the word I was looking for? It's not politicized. It's, um. you know what I mean? Like he's trying to, like... His take on it 
mm-hmm. makes him money. What is that word I'm looking for? It's like self-serving. Or like, I feel like there, it's like monetary. Yeah, but it's uh, there was a word I was thinking of. Well, yeah, I mean, sure, there could be a point to, yeah, like there are not going to be enough people or whatever. For what? Enough to do what? Run the machines? Yeah, there will be. Yeah, but like if we... To do what? I don't know. What's the fewest number of humans on the planet that we need to operate, to have electricity, to continue to have the amenities that we're used to? I think that scales, right? Like the less people, the less people you need to have people that make the electricity. Because the less stuff you need. Yeah. I don't know. I just found it to be very... um... Oh, and then the fucking thing about him being broke... I don't know what you're talking about. Do we even about. need to touch that? It makes me so angry. Um, hold, please. Let me locate it. Oh, like him saying that he has no money or whatever? Yeah. I mean, I guess in some case, in some, uh, if you want to view it in that way, he doesn't necessarily, he doesn't have, he does not have uh, 220 whatever billion dollars in his bank account. Is it this? In his PNC account. It? Yeah, you did it. You sent it. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Bad news. Elon Musk owes $15 billion in taxes, but apparently doesn't have any money. So he's being forced to sell 10% of his shares in Tesla. He even made a Twitter poll claiming he was wrongly accused of tax avoidance, leaving the decision to his followers as to whether or not he should sell his stocks. Since also, apparently he doesn't get paid a salary or receive any bonuses from anywhere. Oh my God, poor Elon. But there's just one problem. It's all bullshit. Elon Musk is sitting on 22.9 million stock options that he has to exercise within the next year or they become worth nothing. This Twitter poll about having no money is theater for fanboys who apparently can't see the difference between altruism and increasing your wealth by another $30 billion. And this trick that he's pulling about not having any money is literally designed to avoid paying taxes. Between 2014 and 2018, Elon Musk paid a marginal tax rate of three and a quarter percent with a net worth today of over $300 billion. By comparison, the median American net worth is about $120,000 with an almost 30% tax rate. That means that you and I are worth two and a half million times less than Elon Musk, but pay 10 times his tax rate. And the way he gets away with it is extremely simple. Well, we don't know how it is, how he does it because um, Big Boy eh, didn't put part two. I I don't care about. I didn't part think two. we needed it. Yeah. Because of the context. Yeah, it's I fucking mean... bullshit. Apparently, we've got a lot here about being left left leaning <laughs> today. We have a lot today about being left leaning. Um. I mean, it's fucking bullshit. Rich yeah. people fucking. And I just want to say. What do you want to say? We're all poor together. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Except I, for the people who aren't. No, but almost all of us are still because what's the median? What's the median uh, fucking income? Well, $120,000. No, the median net worth. Net worth for one human person. What's but the median net worth for a person is okay. twenty thousand dollars. How many, how many people that listen to this podcast are worth one hundred twenty thousand dollars? Yeah, very few. Exactly. So hey, we're all poor together. <laughs> so I don't care about your fucking politics. You need to educate yourself and figure out that the people that you're supporting are not worth your time. I'm really sorry to be that aggressive and direct. No, you not. may have. I'm not actually. So. <laughs> You just have to understand that the people you're supporting only benefit from your fucking miseducation and that all of this moral shit that they stand for, whatever you want to say it is, 
uh, and what whatever thing. Okay, if you're talking about abortion, if you're talking about whatever, any moral cause that Republicans stand for, they don't care. Republicans have had the capacity and control of courts long enough that they could change most of these moral causes that they stand for. This is a big thing for you. You talk about it to me often. But, Not on here necessarily. But if they wanted to, they would have. What do you run on? What do you tell? I'm sorry. I am. Most people are. What do you tell the poor people who care about these moral causes that you're going to do for them once you fix the moral causes that they care about? We're, we're going to tax you less. Great. But also everything else is awful. Like you have you no, fixed, so you have no you fixed the problem. You get to pay less to taxes, fix. but you know, um, some of the food stamps that you rely on to supplement, uh, your family's, uh, food income, your food, your food intake because your income can't cover it all. That's actually being cut, but you get to pay less in taxes, but it's not equitable. You don't get to pay less in taxes. The amount that you would be able to pay less in groceries, if that makes sense. Like, at what point do you you would be able to Republicans can fix any quote unquote fix any of the social moral issues that they run on, which is the only way to entice poor people and undereducated people to run to to vote for their shit. And once they could fix it, even though they could, then you have no leg to stand on. So they continue to dangle the carrot so that people will fucking vote for their shit. And they'll say the buzzwords that populists uh, can rally behind and uh, and further entice uneducated or undereducated people to vote for their shit. Hey, the only people that are intelligent that are Republican are rich. That's the way it is, because they're it's self-serving. Yeah, it's then, like, what's the right word? It's very disheartening because what can anyone do about that nothing correct so because our educate work because we're re that guy that's not kevin costner um <laughs> we're 47th in education so what can we do to fix that spend more money on education we're not going to do Make that education a social service that it, well we're not going to do that because that would be <laughs> that's against, hilarious uh, yeah it would be are you a communist <sighs> It would be to the detriment of both political parties hey, who educate their people for free. For um, because anyone who wants to argue with their parents uh, or family members over Thanksgiving, um, everyone always likes no to say... No one wants to, but everyone will. Yeah, but if you want to. Um, <laughs> uh, everyone always likes to say communism's never worked in practice. Um, uh, Rosie Co- at Rosie Cotton. Well, libertarian also has never worked in practice. That's never worked once. So all these people who were libertarian decided to, um, they said, we're going to pick this town in New Hampshire and we're going to move to it. And we're going to um, change local law and um, guidelines so that it can uh, conform to libertarianism. And they did it. They abolished fire, police, uh, garbage, all of it. So everyone can be equally free. Well, the issue is... Uh, this is a real thing you're talking about? Yes. Where'd you get this information? Cite uh, yourself? From the internet. Okay. It happened. Okay. The issue that 
uh, felled the whole society was not like theirs. the fell family from the Vampire Diaries. It didn't fell the society. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Didn't burn the vampires um, in a van. Was bears? <laughs> what? Because no one they didn't I, have a I cohesive a because they didn't have a cohesive system for garbage and waste. It just sat out. And it attracted bears. And bears were like, yo, fucking come to this town because there's shit everywhere we can eat. And then bears became so fucking accustomed with lurking around this town that people started breaking into their houses, that the bears started breaking into people's houses and just started destroying their property and shit. And then uh, there was the first death from a bear in 100 years in this town because of this. In and that there town was or f- in America? In that town. Okay. And uh, there was the first murder in many years in that town because of this, because there's no police, whatever. So after all of this, they uh, scrapped the project and all moved out. Bears. You're welcome. That is great. Um, I don't remember the name of the town, but there was a town in New Hampshire that they did it. So... I believe you. I just wanted a citation. I know. Let's talk about a few more of your opinions because I feel we're now in a segment called Big Boy Has Opinions. I don't know if that's if we want to do this. I'm going to write it down. I feel I'm not intelligent enough to speak uh, well. Anybody who just listened to you speak uh, believes differently. Big Boy Has Opinions. Uh, Here we go. You hate jazz. I do? Yeah. When did I say that? Um, that would be... God, we've already been scolded for this. You remember? Um, I'm going to quote We already had a whole thing. Here's a quote. Quote. Hey, jazz vocalists. No. You're just copying someone from 50 years ago, and they did it better already. Yeah. Uh, someone on The Voice was trying to do a jazzy rendition of something, which, hey, don't. Um, but you're all just trying to be fucking someone who already came before. Just let them... Duke Ellington did it. Louis Armstrong did it. Duke Ellington. I can't. I can't. They already did it. I mean, if it were live, I would feel differently. But if it's a planned concert-style jazz performance, you're done, buddy. Okay. Um, Your next topic. That's a Fed Smoker quote for all of you YMH fans. It's only me. No, it's not. Uh, Uh, None of our listeners are fans of YMH. I've told um, a person who listens about it. Which part? Do they have a nickname? No. Mm. Um, Here's your next topic. Big Boy Has Opinions. Why does white equal supremacist? What? What is this? You said it. White equals supremacist. I'm trying to find the date for you. I'm going to say it's here somewhere. Hold on. Quote from you. Also, comma, why does everything related to any white ethnicity have to be supremacist? Yeah. <laughs> you can't just say, yeah, explain it. Every event, um, I guess around here, I can't speak to like other places because like I've been to fucking like Christmas markets and other in like Germany and they were all pretty chill. But, um, <laughs> I guess it's just the United States because we hate everything. Um, I thought someone was breaking into I, your house. But on the but from the second floor. 
I swear to baby Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is your He's not even he's obese? <laughs> Can you anyway, white equals supremacy. That was the loudest noise I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um that's my laugh in waveform. Whoa. Tattoo it or something, bro. my laugh and waveform um but yeah like uh, irish events or like german events i mean that's a little (laughs) on the nose right it is well actually it's in the eyes or in the hair uh and i killed that yeah or italian events that i've been to um can't just be like their heritage it can't just be that thing it also they also are selling let's go brandon t-shirts there you go because irish name um here's another one big boy opinion snl is lazy yeah i'm talking about that joe rogan thing that they did i i don't know pete davidson was joe rogan oh i didn't see it um and also that's a bad casting If you're going to cast someone on SNL to be Joe Rogan, that's not that's not my pick. Right? Uh yeah. I just is this going to be Oh, I hate I hate when they do that. I just want to see the the fucking thing. Like I hate when it's like this is what happened on this event. I hate that so much. I just want to see Just show the me the thing, the clip. Yeah. Um or it's like a Watch Mojo video. I don't want to see that. Um but no, it's just like if you want to make fun of, or poke fun at like a celebrity or whatever, in a lot of ways. I mean, Joe Rogan, whatever. It's just one. He's another celebrity. You can uh-huh. make fun of him in a lot of ways. But I saw it and I was like, this is so bad. Like, it's not even well done. Like, make fun of him better. Like, I don't even think he would fucking care. Just like make fun of him better. Giant yeah. Main. Like, if you're going to do it, commit. Yeah. Maybe I can find it. Well, while you're trying to find it, I'm going to give you another one. Hey, why does SNL so post so fucking goddamn much? Um, here's another of your opinions, okay? Okay. Um, talk about wanting to be old when you're young and wanting to be young when you're old. Hey, y'all. And now a quick word about our sponsor, Anchor.fm. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor distributes to all the platforms for you. Therefore, it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, some think are an exclusive club, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on Anchor.fm. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Yes, that is anchor.fm to get started today. His beard is so long. I know. I love it. Is he going to cosplay Santa? <laughs> He's going to cosplay Santa, but I don't want to take full from... credit, but I inspired him. He's going to cosplay Santa, but from... the host fear factor and now doctors fear me can you help me joe oh sure thing big bird you see i took carlos mencia down i can take covid 
Here's some zinc and ayahuasca and some horse medicine. Why would a bird take horse medicine? I'm a human, and I took horse medicine. And I'm speaking of things that uh, are horse-like. Uh, today's two sponsors are the letters S and D, as in I can S my own D. It's, it's replaying. Yeah, just like if yeah, you want to make yeah, that was embarrassing. Yeah, bad. if you want to make fun of Joe Rogan, do it better. Yeah, that was embarrassing. You can make bad. fun of every celebrity. Who fucking cares? Wow, that but was, that was, was so I'm bad. Embarrassed. That was hard to watch. To be honest, that was div- you know. Yeah, my secondhand embarrassment is like I'm having a panic attack right now for him. It was just so bad. It was so bad. God, SNL used to be so good. I know the Kristen Wiig days. Yeah, Kristen Wiig, even Amy at like Poehler, the 2010s, Jason Sudeikis, like when they were actually a crew, and mm-hmm. when like um, uh, Justin Timberlake hosted like a couple times in that era. Yeah, and like there Jimmy was, like, Fallon a ten- was there. Yeah, yeah, he was still on Weekend Update. I think mm-hmm. there was like a ten year era where SNL was like the shit. Mm-hmm. Like and the 2000s. They too. all like, exited they, at the like same when, time. Like um, when Tina, for- Fe- like Tina Fey was there, and they yep. would do like the Hillary Clinton yep. um, uh, fucking. Uh, I can uh, see Russia from my yeah. house. That uh, 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 Sarah Palin. Palin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that was all funny. But like now, it's yeah. just like that was so that was so poorly done. Um, that was so embarrassing. Uh, now talk about wanting to be old when you're young and young when you're old. Oh, like that's it's just like an interesting thing I thought about. Like when you're like a, <laughs> I was just think I was thinking. Well, it's my and, my thought about it was, of course, because the grass is always green on the other side, right? It's always yeah. better to be not where you are. Oh well, yeah. It's always better. But it's like when you're like when you're in like elementary school, it's like I can't wait to be have my own everything's house. Everything's gonna be everything's gonna be the shit when I can are drive. Why always him? <laughs> I don't know. I hate it. Everything's the shit when I, have I can PTSD drive. When you like do the know. voice, it's just it's, it's where it is, but. Um, or it's, but then it's like when but you're then like, when you're old, you're like, I wish I could bend over without knee pain. <laughs> or yeah, if you're yet, like, but. yeah, do you have knee pain? No. Oh, well, that's a little bit. There but I have other involved. pains. I have pains from yeah. being an old person. But I'm you're older, not old. But I'm old enough old. to have pains. Yeah, but that I shouldn't have yet. Yeah, but like, in, or when you're forty, you're like. Man, I just had like all the freedom or whatever to or do whatever. Or you're like, I wish I didn't have to, like, pay seventy nine percent of my income to like shit that I like. I wish my parents paid that still. <laughs> like when you're forty five, you know what I mean? Or yeah, yeah. Like you I was, I, mean? I wish I wasn't responsible for X payment. Or for like other people's lives. Yeah. At your kids. It's like yeah. You're like fuck. Sometimes it would be really nice to just like get super high in the kitchen. But then you're like, well, I have a family and I have to fucking like what you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's yeah. like man, if I wanted to go on a spontaneous trip, everything and everyone, my house plants, my dog and my children and my cat would all die. Well, the cat would make that's be okay. a you thing. <laughs> no, but it, do you know what I mean though? Like if you're yeah. like a, an adult and you have young children or whatever, and you're like, I'm just gonna go to wherever for a second. Like you can't do that. Uh. Like if you want to go on vacation, you have to like plan. I don't to, have like, this do one shit. written down, but I want your opinion on it. It's a, it's a big boy opinion moment. Um, I don't know where it is. Okay, I'm going to read you a quote. This is not one you sent me. It's just one I want your opinion on. I'm going to read you a quote, and s- okay. I want you to tell me if you relate to it, and if okay. so, what is the situation that you relate to? Because it won't be this one, but I think it'll be something similar. Okay. 
So this is a tweet and it says, you know how when you're a fast walker and the guy ahead of you is fast too, but only 90% as fast as you, so you must pass him. But to pass him, you have to walk comically faster than your normal speed or else you'll be in his personal space too long while you're passing him. That's annoying. Yeah. You know that thing? Mm -hmm. But there are other things like that too where it's like, or like holding the door can be one of them where it's like you're far enough away from the person but still like you have to decide whether or not to be rude or to be like uh, comically nice and be like, I'll wait. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ellen on her last special, I think had a bit about like the elevator door. I, I connect very much to this walking one. Cause I do it often where it's like, like I walk really fast, but like, if you have to pass someone who's I feel more as fast. about that with like with driving, I think. Yeah, when you're going like 70 but someone else is going 68 and you're like, "Well, now I have to go 85 to pass you." And then yeah, when like I get in front in, of you, like, we're going to, you're you're like this. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. So you don't really feel any kind of way about that. I guess that's fine. I feel like aggressive sometimes when I'm driving, when I'm like I'm going like 10 or 15 over the limit, but someone's tailgating me. I'm like, "What are what where are you going? Yeah, what? Who? Someone's dying in your car, and you can't afford an ambulance. Is that what's going on? That like, must be what is going on. But what I love is when I later, because of strategery, thank you, George Bush. Um, that's a that's a deep, that's a fucking callback from fifteen, uh, seventeen years ago. Continue. Um, more than that, nineteen years ago, possibly continue more more than that even um but so basically you were in elementary school you were not even born no i was born barely you were still maybe on the tit i wasn't on the tit ever no i was but not at that point i don't think how long did you tit feed not don't i don't know off the top of 19 months was how is long that I the standard fed. no that's how long i tit fed that's is that a bit long, long or that's a bit long I'd say the average is maybe like between 9 and 12 months. 8 and 12 months is the average. Caught a shiver. But mine was 19 months. But like through st- strategery, oh. I um, <laughs> I eventually get in Circle front of them. Back. Well, yeah, because you're someone that you know that listened to the pod and hated that we missed finishing points. Okay, keep going. Um, I then end up in front of the person that was like speeding to get ahead of me even though I was going fast, but then they get stuck behind someone because they're trying to be too like fucking aggressive. Well, yeah, but, but then I end up in... happy because that makes Oh yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I like that. Oh, I God. like that. On my most recent trip, this was crazy mm-hmm. right in front of me. It was, a, there was sim- a bear. It was a, well, I did see a bear, mm-hmm. but that's beside the point. It was a similar, it was a similar thing where, um, that you're talking about with speed, but it was like a, I want to say it was an SUV. It was one in the morning. There was an SUV that had a trailer, and it was one of those trailers that has, like, the short sides that are kind of up. Okay. Like a flatbed trailer. Mm-hmm. Like a home one. Not It wasn't. Yeah, like you put, like, a lawnmower in, dis- in it. Yeah. It wasn't in disrepair, but it wasn't in great condition either. Yeah, you put, like, a riding and lawnmower had, like, in it. And it like, the flip-up back. You know what I'm talking about? That you clip yeah. up. Um, so it was like that, and it had, there was a mattress that was tall and long ways, you know what I mean. So it was skinny ways mm-hmm. and and okay. standing up between two really huge boxes. That when I was driving behind them at one in the morning, they kind of look like big styrofoam boxes. Like that's okay. the consistency they look like. They kind of had that, yeah, whatever, like mm-hmm. um, meshy kind of look. 
Um, and they were white and I couldn't tell what was going on, but he had been behind me for a while, but he had been doing that thing where he was on my, I was like, do you need something out of my goddamn trunk? That's Um, that's something your mom says. Yes. Rosie Cotton was asleep. He had been asleep Mm -hmm. for a while. It was one in the morning. I'm, I'm very tired, but I'm doing my best to pay attention. I think I did a great job because I saved our lives. This is what happened. A mattress fell off. He was, yeah, but listen. Okay. He was tailgating me for a while, but there was there were people in front of me in such a way that I couldn't really comfortably get out of his way. Like I was in the driving lane and there mm-hmm. was someone in front of me. There was a semi on the one side that was same thing you're talking about, going fast enough that I could, I'd have to slow down a lot to get behind the semi, but I couldn't speed up because there was someone in front of me. So I couldn't mm-hmm. get in front of the semi. I was stuck. And this guy's f- brights are on. He's in some kind of SUV because he's tall enough that his brights were bo- or his lights looked like his brights. Mm-hmm. They were bothering me. So this goes on for a little while. Finally, the situation in front of me kind of like mellows out. The, the semi slowed down enough and the person in front of me sped up enough that I could get over. So mm-hmm. I got over and I was like, get the fuck out from behind me. You're bothering me. He speeds up. He's going whatever. And then... I want back in the passing lane because the person who's in the right lane is now going too slow for me. So I get back in the passing lane. I'm now behind that person with the trailer. Um, And like you said, but it happened in this crazy way where, like I said, it was standing tall and skinny ways between two large things. And I'm watching and I just, he was going too fast. I was going 85 Mm -hmm. and he was going markedly faster than me. And I got a bad feeling about it. I was like, you're going too fast. You're hauling so much. Like, why? Like, what? So I, like, gave I gave him space. And I probably gave him two car lengths, which is less than you're supposed to be giving someone at that speed. Yeah. But, like, there were people on the road at 1 in the morning. You know, I mean, like, whatever. So I gave him space. And I see the mattress that is like this start to bow a little bit mm-hmm. at the top. And I was like, nah. And so I I pulled off quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And at this point, there's no one in the right-hand lane. But there's someone coming up fast. Because I slowed down from probably like 85 to like 60 mm-hmm. in the passing lane. Because I was like, nah. Because I could see it as it was bowing. It was doing this. And I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. And then it got so wide that it was probably half the width of a normal mattress. I mean, it, it got really wide. And then it started to catch air. And I was like, nah. And I, I slammed on the brake. And I put my hand over like I do, mm-hmm. like a mom does. Like I just, mm-hmm. um, what is that thing? Hanger. Clothes hangered him. What? You know that thing where you, is it clothes hangering? Clothesline? Clotheslining, yeah. I clothes hangered him. Um, I clotheslined him to hold him back because I slammed on the brakes from 60 to like zero. Like mm-hmm. I slammed on the brakes. Because I saw it catching air. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, the mattress caught air, flipped out. Mm -hmm. And then whatever those two things were, they looked like, they looked like, um, like refrigerator sized styrofoam boxes is Mm -hmm. what it looked like to me. I don't know what they actually were though. They both flipped out. And when they hit the ground, they like sparked, like bright, like a lot of spark. Like there was metal and something metal in there. Yeah, and uh, I slowed down to a halt, and when I stopped in the passing lane at 1 in the morning in the pitch dark on 81, when I stopped, uh, the box, whatever was in it and whatever it was, was not four to six feet in front of my car, so it was, like, really close. And the person that was in the other lane swerved past, and then I just (laughs) kept going. The SUV with the fucking thing on it didn't even stop. Didn't take the next exit off the highway. 
past that exit and they just got into the um driving lane and kept going like 85 just with no haul now just their fucking trailers empty no problem they didn't need it anyway it was, he was crazy like, he's like if we get there with it that's cool but like <laughs> we don't but i actually it. there's a body in it so like i needed to get rid of it <laughs> he was this was like, actually planned he was like i actually i must have that like he's just like fucking um doc brown from uh, <laughs> fucking back to the future he's like we have to hit 90.2 it's mile 80 no but i'm saying to oh. catch because you, you were already going 80 yeah i'm saying you have to go I, faster I get it. he's like we sure. have to bend the mattress and make metal fly and then like because there's a body well, in the fucking did. refrigerator that's a, like it's a, a chest fridge just like doing um, calculations at home to see the fucking it was fucking bananas bro um Bro, 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 There's some of these things I don't want to hit anymore. So I have a whole block. I have a rock block, if you will, of um, motivated, which you hate so much. And this would be a good time for me to pee, I think. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's not? No. So the first one is not even something that I'm quoting. He's cute. Look at him. I know. He's just vibing. Yeah, he's got his mouth always, like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he always has like a face of wonderment when he looks up. Yeah, I look at him. I love him so much. I love him so much. Mm -hmm. What a gift. What a gift he was. He wouldn't be in cat. your life without me. Look at him right now. He's just cross-eyed <laughs> staring at me. Just Yeah, because he got booped on the head. He's like, he had his Did reset. Did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, was that J baby Jesus look. Christ himself from the fucking look ceiling? At it. Oh, he's so beautiful. Anyway, uh, we're talking about my you cat. You would have never met him. I know. Isn't that crazy? Cat meat. We're here for the cat meat. Yeah. Take us Ron back. Um, I'm happy with my cat too. You are? Mm -hmm. Your cat's face. I know. She's crazy. She's crazy. She's crazy looking. Yeah. She's crazy looking. She's so skinny. Uh, Pasha always calls her um, my alien cat. Yeah. She looks so weird. But she's, I'm glad you're happy with her. Mm -hmm. That's not. That would not have been my choice, obviously. Look at her. I yeah. But her. she loves to cuddle. Yeah. My cat doesn't cuddle. Oh yeah, she loves it. She she needs it more than anything else. That's so cute. Um. Okay. So one thing that oh, I, I read I read recently, and you do it now, and I don't know if it's because I put it in here and you clocked it, or maybe you I sent do? it to me. Someone sent it to someone, and now you do it, and it's cool. And I I hope I do it to you. I'm gonna try to start. I don't do it to you. I'm gonna start. Um. It's a. I don't know. Remember what the. Uh, I don't remember the source that I got this from, but somewhere, maybe Reddit, it said um, that a really healthy emotional thing to do with your friends or whomever, or even your partner or whatever, is to ask before you vent if they have the emotional space for it. Like, like, do you have the do you have the mental space for me to like vent right now? And like, you sent me a voice while I was at my mom's. You sent me a voice recording that said like, "Don't listen to this right now. It's just me bitching and venting." Mm -hmm. And that is a version of that. It's a version of like, "Hey, I know you don't have enough mental space for this right now. Like, mm -hmm. my problems aren't like on your docket, but like, just whenever you're bored or whatever." Yeah, and I said in the voice memo, I was like, "It feels better." going somewhere rather than just like me having it yeah boiling sit. into, into yeah. the lid you know yeah. as it were like at least even if it yeah i don't know but i like that like do you, like asking someone first for mm -hmm. per, not for permission to vent but like like do you have the mental capacity or the the emotional capacity mm -hmm. for venting right now because sometimes we don't like mm -hmm. sometimes for even for our friends we're like oh, man i love you so much i don't but i don't have it. yeah i don't have it in me to 
I can hear you, but yeah, I can't give you anything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes knowing that. Well, we've always kind of said that between each other, right? Yeah. Like we, I mean, that's just like. Or like, or more like past you and I behavior is more that we'll like just apologize after. Yeah. Like I have a lot to say right now and you don't have to care or like respond, but like I need to say it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then after either or both of us will be like, sorry, I just need to get that out. I apologize. You know what I mean? Yeah. We do that well. But lately we, you have been doing this a lot and I just, I appreciate it. And I read that on Reddit and I was like, damn, that's such good. Like emotional wellness advice Mm -hmm. you know what i mean to ask your friend or whomever if they have the space for it if they have because they might have something going on that they don't have the space and something that i've also learned recently from um posh is that um you can um express your feelings um like i like there was tension between us for something like he was upset at me for something and he was like, I know it, it doesn't make sense, but I have these feelings about this situation and it doesn't necessarily have to like make sense for me to like express it and like try to like figure out a way to like work around it. Right. So it's like, because you're feeling, you aren't necessarily responsible for all the feelings that you have. Right. But you're responsible to, like deal with them right so it's like sometimes you don't necessarily have to make sense and logic out your feelings but you have to like express them so that you don't continue to carry like negative feelings in a friendship or relationship yeah or you have to deal with them yeah regardless it's of like, where they came i don't want to or... feel this way about the situation i think is what happens specifically like it's like i don't want to feel this way about this but this is how i feel and like how do we like how to like reconcile yeah move forward or whatever. yeah or it's like yeah yeah, exactly. And it's like, I think that's an important thing, too, in a friendship where it's like, if you have like an understanding between where yeah. it's like, you're not necessarily responsible or like, you don't have intent to feel all the way that right. you feel. I was going to say, I don't it. love the connotation that you're not responsible for it because you're still responsible. You're responsible for it. for it, but you're not responsible for creating right. all of your feelings is what I'm saying. Right. Like sometimes you feel the way you feel mm-hmm. regardless of where it came from mm-hmm. or what triggered it. Cause that's another thing. I'm a huge proponent of the fact that nobody can make you, it's Roosevelt. Nobody can make you feel any way without your consent. Like no one can make you feel something. Mm-hmm. You have a visceral, emotional, wh- whatever reaction mm-hmm. to an event that happened in your life, but you are choosing to allow that reaction to live through you. And that's fine. But I agree with what you're saying, which is that basically it doesn't matter the beginnings or the the onset of those things. It doesn't matter if you are having a reaction to something. What matters is that you deal with it, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like, whether that's just like we were talking about venting it. And once you say it, Mm -hmm. you're like, I feel better now. Yeah. It's like a good shit. Like you get it out and you're like, my belly doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. Or whether that's like, we're not going to be able to get around this without going through it. So like, let's just go through it and like, see what the issue is and see how we can. It's like I said on the, on the P you have to, I think it's the same thing in a friend, friend relationship, Mm -hmm. a platonic relationship. It's like knowing that if, if you really care about someone, 
if it's not just like a dumb friendship. If you really care about someone, it's you and that person against the problem, mm-hmm. not you against each other. Yeah. And it's like, and I think having the courage and honesty mm-hmm. to say, I don't want to feel this way about this, but I do, mm-hmm. uh, is important in a, in a healthy That sounds friendship. like something Posh would say. Mm-hmm. My version of that would be, I don't like myself for feeling yeah. this way. I've said that before. Yeah. I don't like myself for feeling yeah. this way, but I do. But I think it's important in That's my relationships, that. not like romantic relationships, any but relationship. any interpersonal relationship that you have to uh, have the... Well, I guess it's not necessarily, you can't necessarily always express everything to everyone, right? But like in your important relationships to well, be able to have happened. those kinds of honesty. It's important to be honest and have that kind of honest communication. But it's really important in your interpersonal relationships to have that well, kind of clear I communication. That, I think that the outcome of those things can be, um, what's the right word, can be illuminating mm-hmm. about the the people that you're having the mm-hmm. conflict resolution with or not mm-hmm. um the example that i would use very similar situation was with you'll remember this because you were involved in it um was with me you and juicy j where i was using your computer and i saw the text on through mm-hmm. your computer that was about me and it, i was like it was you don't remember this your no. face is saying no um it was like something like she has to stop cutting herself. That's what it was about. Me mm-hmm. cutting myself at work. And I was felt I felt so guilty. I was like, I shouldn't have seen it. But I did see it. Mm-hmm. Right. So like we're already past I shouldn't have or it shouldn't have happened or whatever. We're past mm-hmm. that. It happened. And and Juicy J was like, maybe that's why she started to spin this thing. She was like, Well, maybe that's why she was telling me to get out of the building was because she mm-hmm. was gonna cut herself and she didn't want me to know. And so when I confronted her about it because it was like eating me up i was Mm -hmm. like i saw this thing i feel guilty i don't Mm -hmm. same thing i don't like that i feel all these ways about it but i'm like because i am at fault for having seen it and for having like privacy intruded i'm Mm -hmm. at fault there and i don't love myself for having done that but the fact is we're here now and so like i don't want to continue to feel this or like continue to like have this issue boil or whatever Mm -hmm. And the reason that I brought up, like, it can illuminate your relationship with a person is because when I discussed it with her, I was like, I don't like that your automatic assumption was mm-hmm. that I was trying to do something behind your back, that I was trying to get you out of the building so that I could do something yeah. behind your back. I don't like that you assume that about me because mm-hmm. if I want to leave, I'll tell you to your face. Hey, yeah. I'm I don't want to be aggressive, but specifically, <laughs> you're you're not going to do that. Do what? Tell someone I'm going to leave? No, you're you're not going to do some kind of process to manipulate to ask to maybe fix the situation so it'll possibly occur that's something correct if you want to do something you'll just do it correct um which is what i told her i Mm -hmm. was like it offends me that you think that i would manipulate you Mm -hmm. into letting me do something because if i want to do it i that's exactly what i told her if i want to leave i'll be like hey i'm leaving yeah and i'll just do it right in front of you like i don't care And she was like, and we worked it out and we talked about it and she was like, oh, well, what, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. even remember what she said in retort. My point there is that the Nazi, if I had brought her anything like that, if I had said, hey, this thing happened, I don't like the way I feel about it, but here's how I feel about it. She would have just, um, what's that word that I always forget? Gaslight. She would have gaslit me. She would have been like, oh, that's not what happened. Mm -hmm. I never said that, even if I saw it for my 
Yeah. That's not what happened. I never said that. You took it out of context. You this, Mm -hmm. you that. And it would have been then my responsibility. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's illuminating for your relationship about how you work through a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like whether or not you're willing to do what we talked about, which is, are you willing to be you guys against the problem? Or do you automatically go into defense mode and say us against each other? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, the I were... Yes. I will work harder than you. I found it. The thing I told you. Let's find mm-hmm. out if it was who who against who. Short number two. Let's find out. Who do you think it was? What? Do you think it's LeBron James or um, uh, Michael Jordan? Who do I? Th- Which one do you think it was in the I will work harder than you? Because we're about to find it's out. It's probably, probably Michael Jordan because he had a real complex I, about everything. I don't. I genuinely don't remember. So let's find out. Okay. Because it could be. Oh, it's Kobe Bryant. I can see it. Oh, okay. It's 3 o'clock. I want to make sure I make 400 made shots. And as I'm walking onto the court, who do I see? I see Kobe Bryant already working out. So I worked out for a good hour, hour and a half. And when I came off after I was done, I sat down. And, of course, I still heard the ball bouncing. I looked down like, this guy's, this guy's still working out. And he's still going. And it's not like his moves are nonchalant or lazy. He's doing, like, game moves. I want to see how long this goes. So I sit out there and watch. Another 25 minutes. And he got done. I said, okay. I think I've seen enough. Go play, you know. Come back. Get in the sauna. Get ready for the game. That game, he drops 40 on us. After the game is over, I'm like, I, I have to ask this guy. Like, I, I have to understand, like, why he, he works like that. Right. So after the game, I'm like, hey, Cove, like, why, why were you in the gym for so long? He's like, because I saw you come in. <laughs> and, I, and I wanted you to know that it doesn't matter how hard you work, that I'm willing to work harder than you. I like, you know, I'm going to get there. He did it way more eloquently than I did. But like, yeah, that's such a good. It's exactly to your point of mm-hmm. like, whatever you do, I will go harder. <laughs> I will do more. I'll be there longer. Yeah, I will be. Now, this is a. You got to subscribe to the P to understand this. You got to give us money and get our Patreon to understand this next one. Yeah. I will be Robert De Niro. I will Robert De Niro. As a 75 year old in that internship. And you have to subscribe (laughs) to P to understand what that means. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it so hard. Um, and 11, 11, let's find it. I got another one for you. Get motivated. Denzel Washington said the following. If you died tonight, your employee, nope, your employer, there thank you, you. If you died tonight, your employer would advertise to fill your job role by the end of the month. But your loved ones, your chosen family, and your friends would miss you forever. Don't be too busy making a living that you forget to work on making a life. <sighs> that goes actually well now, with wa- what we're doing. Now, I just want to say for your past, my current employer, mm-hmm. I want us to say on the count of three how long it would take for because we had a we had the same role at one point at at the last point in time yeah how long would it take for that posting to go up for that position if you died in that role and you needed to be replaced not sometimes you don't necessarily have to be replaced in that role right you don't need someone to immediately come okay are you ready we're not going to say the same words but maybe we'll be the same answer same same time okay ready one one two three by two weeks By the next admin day. Yeah. The post is up. Yeah. Yeah. God. Um, okay. Uh, 11.9 Reddit number one. God, that was a good one. 
by admin day is for sure the right answer, by the that, way. Yeah, you're um, right. Yeah. Uh, 11, 9, Reddit number one. Inside baseball. Here we are. This one I love so much. Now, this is three minutes. I don't know how we feel about this. Oh, I can pee. But then you'll never hear. Yeah, just go pee. And we'll okay. Play. All right. We only have two more minutes. All right, we'll do what we can. Dolly, where I come from, would I have called you a hillbilly? If you had of, it would have been something very natural, but I would have probably kicked your shins or something. <laughs> no, actually. But when I think the, of hillbillies, am I thinking of your kind of people? I think you probably are. Uh, the people that grew up where I was were the ones that you would consider the little Abner people, Daisy May, and that sort of thing. They took that kind of... Uh, thing from people like us but we were very proud people people with a lot of class it was country class but it was a great deal of class and uh, most of um, my people were not that educated but they are very very intelligent good common sense horse sense we called it Dolly did you look like this when you were a kid not quite I mean you didn't have <laughs> the, you didn't have the blonde wig but when no. you went to school when you were 11 12 13 was it this about you? Well, you mean uh, the full uh, figure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I thought that's what you meant. Well, actually, I've always been pretty well blessed. Uh, as a child, I grew up fast. Uh, other members of my family, you know, have done the same. My assistant asked me something, and I'm going to blame it on her because I wouldn't have had the nerve otherwise. Is it all you? <laughs> well, I can't show you here. I don't tell you. I'll well, take your word for it. I get asked that question. I always answer that by because people are in awe of the whole thing. You know, a lot of people say I have. A lot of people say I have. I always say that if I hadn't have had it on my own, I'm just the kind of person that would have had me some made. You don't have to look like this. You're very beautiful. You don't have to wear the blonde wigs. You don't have to wear the extreme clothes, right? No, it's a, it's certainly a choice. I don't uh, like to be like everybody else. I've often made this statement that I would never stoop so low as to be fashionable. That's the easiest thing in the world to do. So I just decided that I would do something that would at least get the attention. Once they got past the shock of the ridiculous way I looked and all that, then they would see there was a part of me to be appreciated. I'm very real where it counts, and that's inside, and as far as the, my outlook on life and the way I care about people and the way I care about myself and the things that I care about. But I just chose to do this, and it's show business is a money-making joke, and I've just always liked telling jokes. You know? But do you ever feel that you're a joke, that people make fun of you? Oh, I know they make fun of me. But actually, all these years, the people, you know, have has thought the joke was on me, but it's actually been on the public. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I can change it at any time. I make more jokes about myself than, than anybody, because I enjoy I know, like I say, I am sure of myself as a person. I'm sure of my talent. And to me, and I'm sure of, of my love and for life and that sort of thing. I'm very content. I like the kind of person that I am. So I can afford to piddle around and do diddle around with makeups and clothes and stuff because I am secure with uh, myself. Listen, tell me about this marriage of yours, this man whom nobody ever seems to see. We heard that he was here. We heard that he was in town, but none of us have seen him. Paul Dean, mm -hmm. you don't see him very much. You're on the road most of the time. You've said, I know that this marriage will always last. This man gives me everything I need. How do you know? Well, I need freedom. 
The man gives me freedom. So and why we, get married? With, well, why not? Why? I mean, if well, what you want most is freedom, why have a husband no, tucked away someplace <laughs> to see six weeks a year? But he has the same freedom. See, the thing of it is, you don't find a person that you can be happy with and that can accept you the way you are and can share the things and the plan for the future and to enjoy your home. We have our foundation. We have our roots. We have all the things that everybody's looking for, and that's happiness in a marriage. I've got better things to do than to sit around in my room. This is actually a similar instance of the thing that we will probably talk about next week because we don't have time this time about interviewers just being wildly inappropriately rude when they ask questions. So while you're in the restroom, um, and I'll pull it back up, not for the video, but these are just some of the questions up here. Um, are you a hillbilly? Did you look like this as a kid? Is it all you? You don't have to look like this, do you? Are you a joke? Why did you get married? Questions like that. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. We're going to probably talk about it next time about Jonah Hill. Because I actually saw that same video through Reddit. And I'm sure mm -hmm. you saw it through like TikTok or something. Yeah. But I saw that same video. And I had the same thought you did. I didn't put it in the in the in our thread. But mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God. And I love Jonah Hill. Mm -hmm. And I was so fucking offended. Same thing here though. I think Dolly Parton is a fucking genius. I really do. I, do I like her music? Not necessarily. I like a couple songs. They're, yeah. they're catchy. But I think she's a um, PR genius. Yeah. And I think she's really talented. Well, I don't think Barbara Walters thinks that much of her because... I well, think, obviously. Well, yeah. And it's like, I think it's because people think that you either have to be the strong businesswoman or someone who's desirable, right? Dolly Parton is very, Especially like, in that time. Lucille Ball to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, very showy. Like, everything is very yeah, visual. Yeah, but I think in that time, it's like you either have to be the serious whatever person. The But in both the instances yeah. I just said, she's bo they're both. Lucio Ball and Dolly Parton, yeah. they're both, like, the they're the business per person. They made themselves who they are. They, yeah. they made their business. And it's and like, well, you can't be desirable and likable and relatable and also be this strong business whatever person like Barbara Walters uh, at that point in time would consider herself to be. Right. Right. It's like you have Barbara to Walters. Be, well, you have to have the Mid-Atlantic accent like she's using so strongly there. And it's like you have to be proper. You have to be whatever to to be accomplished and successful and have your accolades. Right. It's like you can't be both relatable and whatever. Well, it's likeable. like the one that we didn't get to this time, but I'll just we'll, I'll say it instead of watching mm -hmm. the TikTok was the um, Jim Carrey anonymity one mm -hmm. where there's a TikTok and it's of what is that thing called? It's a round table, but what's it called? Um they do a lot of them. Mm -hmm. It's like they're panel tables with mm -hmm. actors and usually they have a theme. So either it's like comedic actors or really serious actors or all women in in directing or like they have themes on these round tables and uh, they had one with male comedians and, and Jim Carrey was on it and he, they asked him what they asked the group, the table, what they would do with a day of anonymity. Mm -hmm. And Jim Carrey basically said, um, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, I wouldn't do anything differently. I try to live every day of my life as authentically as I can. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. I act exactly now how I would then, how I would if nobody knew who I was at all. I try to be, you know, myself mm -hmm. as as myself as I can be. And I think it's a similar thing with this with the Dolly Parton video mm -hmm. and, and with anybody that's like made themselves into a persona or into a I mean, you know, Lady Gaga or whoever. Right. Like e even if you have a persona, that persona is still. I mean, for that matter. 
for that matter, uh, Toro Gato, <laughs> Tornado Cat. <laughs> if you choose your persona to be something, yeah, we then talked that's about it. Authentically, you, know what I mean? you, yeah, Toro Gato, and it's Tornado yeah, Cat, or it's like if for in their like Jonah Hill and um, Dolly Parton's cases, like. Just because they are, they don't take themselves seriously doesn't mean that you can treat them like they're garbage, right? Like, or they're right. meant, or like in her case, like she's like, yeah, make, you know, she's fine with like people making fun of her, or she, like she makes fun of herself, right? Or Jonah Hill does the same thing. It's like you, they, just because they make fun of themselves doesn't mean that they are not to be taken seriously. Or as this old woman says, Stop breaking yourself down into bite-sized pieces to serve others. Stay whole and let them fucking choke. What a perfect soundbite that was. Yeah. God, I'm such a good producer. That should be on a t-shirt. Stay whole Stay and whole. let them fucking choke. Well, if you a t-shirt, people don't want to wear vulgarity, so oh, I understand. That's something. That's a Tom Segura point. Um, so you have to um <laughs> You would just have to say, uh, stay whole and let them choke. I need to find one more because it's the last point that I want to go over. Um, um, I'm sorry. Meow Meow has something to say. He's coming onto the mic now. Oh. Sir? This is your moment. What do you have to say? Lose yourself. Just kidding. And that was Sir Meow Meow. The King so of well cats. said. Yeah. I've never heard anything so great. It's happening now. Hold, please. While we're holding, I might as well bring up uh, your quote. Your life isn't on hold until you figure everything out. It's already happening. Would you like to comment on that? It was from Caroline's note to her daughter from the musical episode of Legacies. <laughs> I cried. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you have emotional problems. I do. Um, but yeah, it's a note that Caroline wrote to her daughter um, in Legacies. And uh, I found it to be salient. He hates this so much. Nah, he's fine. I think he doesn't like it. He's he's all right. I tried to adjust him, but he doesn't want to. Yeah, he will leave, but that's fine. It's fine. Um, here are the top five most common regrets shared by people that are near dying. And these are recorded by a hospice nurse. Number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life that others expected of me. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. They, I felt I missed my children's youth or my partner's companionship. Number three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier and realized that happiness is a choice. What do you think about those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Do you have something light to end this episode? Um, sure. It's not going to be great, but I have it. I'm going to show you a photo. Here. <laughs> Nothing will be great. 
nothing's better than that fucking moment on P. <laughs> you, that, I didn't. That think was, it was so that funny. Fu- I thought it was fucking hilarious. So this is my quote <laughs> for the for the photo I'm going to show you. Here's the quote. Okay. When you search on the internet, when you Google plus sized thigh high cable knit socks. The photo that you get is a picture of a petite girl with both her legs in one sock to demonstrate how large they are. Esserude. <laughs> there you go. There, it's a it's one plus sized thigh high cable knit sock. Yeah. With a petite girl's both feet in them. Yeah. Esserude. <laughs> is that it supposed is. to get me to buy them? Like yes, if it's she can so fit both large. her legs in, it, it actually two I could of probably them, fit one of mine in. Two two of them could fit her whole body. <laughs> she she just lets it eat her like a fucking snake. Just <laughs> just the sock unhinges its fucking thigh part and just swallows her fucking whole. Like why were you looking for that? Because I would like some thigh high socks. Why? What do you mean why? Because I like to wear shorts in the winter. And not pants, because pants, you still get hot. I thought you were going to decide to go to Catholic girls' school. Yeah. That's the other thing, is that I want to go to Catholic girls' school. Here's another one. I'll, I'll do one more for you. Um, it's a video, though. Hold on. But it's not loading. So Let me open it in the Reddit app. Here we go. It's official, guys. This right here is the last sunset this year. My name is Cecilia, and I live on Svalbard Night and close to the North Pole. And today, the sun rose Try at 12.26 p.m., and then it set at 12.54 p.m. So the polar night has officially begun. The next time we will see the sun is in March. Towards the middle of November, every day will be pitch black 24-7. So it's time for beautiful outfits like these, long aurora nights, and cozy cabin days. Who's excited? Me. I am too. Also me. I'll move there. I want to live there badly. Yeah. I sent that to you specifically. I want to live there so badly. I thought I sent that to you. I sent it to you. I found it on Reddit. You've never sent me a Reddit link. No, but I thought I sent you a TikTok with that. You didn't. I found it on Reddit. So I saw it on TikTok too. Well, let's move to the North Pole. I don't think that's the North Pole. She said near on Scarborough Island near the North Pole. I thought that was her name. Cecilia is her name, and she lives near Scarborough Island. She lives near Scarsgard. Scar the guy from it. (sighs) It, the guy. She lives on his island. 